0: The sales raise dinner. Hala, thank you very much. Six months after perpetual beat down heart tissue shredded despair from cold calling IT directors twice my age at the tender age of 22 in LA with no promising relief in sight, I was finally able to slam the phone down on the receiver and yell with emphatic, triumphant vibrato, DEAL! HALA! Thank you very much! As all my fellow IT agent recruiter sisters and brothers in arms all put down their phones in symbiotic unison and bum-rushed toward my section of our open office boiler room to give me one kick-ass high-five after another. Prior to bowling my eyes out after winning most improved basketball player at sleepaway camp, after being the second worst athlete after the Sheik sun from Gray neck, it was the happiest, most joy-spewing moment of my life. Holla! For heavy metal highs existing before I came up with that expression. Holla! Thank you very much! After spending many afternoons at 5.30 p.m. on Walshire Boulevard, crying in the bathroom stall after being hung up on all day again for six months straight, getting my first deal under my belt was equivalent to Forrest Gump getting to bang Janie in her dorm room. After her fake news, original, blowing in the wind, striptease act rendition. (laughs) Then again, hair metal wasn't invented yet. And Stephen Percy, Mr. Way Cool Jr. Incarnate, was still um, a zygote in his mom's womb. (laughs) So you can't be too harsh on Jenny for trying to reinvent herself as a hotter, better stacked, Joan Baez cover act in the making.
1: Holla! Thank you very much.
0: Once you did your first three deals at Remington International, the big macas, meaning all the big time billing managers, would take you out for a fancy sales raise dinner to give you a taste for the high life Steve Winwood lives post traffic.
1: Holla! Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) Understand the sales raise wasn't substantial at all It made zero difference after taxes when you consider what my measly bi-weekly take-home paycheck was however i could still afford to pay the rent on my rent control department in west hollywood see a movie once a week in the center city mall and splurge on the sunday new york times pre-fake news to get my Brain back in working order after a puff in the green with my ex or doing E. Went to my deal in the valley, got access to it frequently, post-Y2K. <laughs> but that was it. None of us dignified, scrappy, resourceful, yet lowly IT agency recruiters in my position made enough money to survive, really. Because none of us made actual commission on a 20-grand placement there, a 25-grand rip at Kinko's in... <laughs> uh where were they located again it wasn't valencia in ventura by ventura was it in ventura it was not ventura oxnard holla! brains back they gotta give up the weed going on one month strong ha thank you very much <laughs> again just to reminisce because none of us made actual commission on a 20 grand placement here, 25 grand ripped there. But at the time, my illustrious sales race dinner at Morden's in Beverly Hills, that is, totally made up for it. Dice lives. Hala! Trump, he stole my act! Holla! Thank you very much! It's quoting Dice there, by the way. The festivity started with a gray goose and tonic or two before the scallops wrapped in bacon... Appetizer arrived. Understand, despite growing up in the upper middle class, affluent confines of Westchester County, only fifteen minutes north of Peter Loger's in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, I had 0.0 exposure to fancy schmancy steakhouse appetizers of this holy shit, good magnitude. Every bite was perfect. The bacon wrapped around the sumptuous high-end scallop that was never rubbery chewy bland for one second, was bursting with bubbly over the top crackling in your face you better recognize what a high-end shishi bitch appetizer this is Holla! thank you very much <laughs> outside of my mind melting from relishing such a tubby bitch fine dining steakhouse appetizer at the same mornings in beverly hills which used to be the go-to after hours vanity fair party hotspot after the academy awards It was impossible to not derive a communal sense of shared brotherhood with the older management crew in attendance, who all hailed from back east like myself, living up like senior agents for CIA, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Pete Clocheney, the former wrestling stud from upstate in Buffalo, had like a bad, non-sketchy bone in his body. (laughs) That make sense? He didn't have a bad, sketchy bone in his body, (laughs) is what I meant. (laughs) Holla! Pico Cheney rules.
1: Thank you very much!
0: <laughs> there was the living legend, Michael Burns, from Greenwich, Connecticut, who toured with the dead, Bartender at Kelly's Corner. One time we gave us a tale of a time when he overheard someone tell me about a time at a bar on the Upper East Side when Jerry Garcia did a line with Belushi uh, the size of Hunter's... Uh, Coke Trail back to China. Holla! On Air Force 2. Thank you very much! (laughs) The same living legend, Michael Burns, who one time had the ingenious idea to have us watch Rudy, Rudy, for inspiration one morning instead of our daily meeting before our daily cold calling assault. And my direct boss, Alex Dubovoy, a consistent biller, if there ever was one, a garbage son from Brooklyn done good. I loved how much vicarious pride they derived from me making it to that table with them. Especially knowing that I was the only freaking stuttering jerk-off to graduate from a top communication school in the country, that being Ithaca College, otherwise known as Cornell's retarded next-door neighbor.
1: HALA! Thank you very much! <laughs>
0: For once, I felt I truly earned my keep. All of these big mockers all wore really nice canali suits who possessed a working knowledge of obscenely expensive brown liquor shots such as Louis XIII Cognac. My head was spinning for me accepted and encouraged to do even better under their sales leadership direction, feeling like a waste of height no more. And my succulent, divine bless, Porterhouse, Sorry, Kosher God, hadn't even arrived yet. Holla! Porterhouse 2. Inspiring the idea for my app, Startup America, Foodie Friend for Life, so you can meet up with someone in the city, assuming it's not going to be you know, taken over by all of Haiti tomorrow, and uh, we can, I can meet up with someone at a kosher steakhouse and split a porterhouse for two because my vegetarian wife is interested? hala Thank you very much! <laughs> Outside of savoring every juicy heaven-sent bite, my mind veered toward my dad for a second, who was a rainmaker himself, helping me build a $90 million packaging business in Union, New Jersey. Still, it drove me nuts at the time, thinking how much my father dropped the ball, never exposing me to any motivational shoot-for-conquest steak dinners like this. Because prior... I was only accustomed to eating the perpetually shitty, anemic, consistently mushy, kosher, depleted kind that looked like it had been permanently lodged under Megan McCain's extra blubbery lower thigh since birth.
1: HALA! Thank you
0: very much! My father grilling. What flavor? Those anemic... of stakes, once possessed, didn't contribute to my complete lack of enjoyment factor from trying to act like I was never excited about plowing into them again like Megan McCain on 50 Hits of Pure Ecstasy.
1: Thank you very much!
0: Thank you, Lord, for giving me the balls and fortitude to not throw in the towel during my first six months on the job as an IT agency recruiter, a long, long way from home. Foreigner lives. Ha! Thank you very much! With no Vince Vaughn pep talks to rouse my depressingly downer, weepy spirits at the time either. Becoming an IT headhunter in LA and paying my own way in this world made me the man I am today. College is so overrated, known as the only putz to graduate from a top communication school back east with a debilitating stutter. Again, that being Ithaca College. But I was in the distinguished Roy H. Park School of Communications. So I could suck down a bong hit of some extra strong outdoor weed, otherwise known as Tompkins County, and not managed to stutter every other two seconds. HALA! Ithaca Country represents, not that I give a shit about you guys, except you, JT. Love you, bro. Yuger too.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Marshall Brokamp, also.
1: Thank you very much. And Dan, for a little
0: bit. And Aaron, we had a nice run all lasted.
1: Holla! Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Jordan, you too.
1: Holla! Thank you very much.
0: And you, Kevin, also. Holla!
1: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> and Becca, because you encouraged me to be an agent, which eventually led to me becoming a headhunter. And eventually led to me writing scripts and eventually led to me writing for TV for each one classic and eventually led to me connecting with the cherry pie girl on Twitter. So holla,
1: thank you very much.
0: <laughs> they say the true definition of failure is giving up on yourself. So by that definition, my stint as an IT headhunter at Remington International, my first real deal professional working white collar job was a smashing success. All those double turkey burgers, with globs of mayo, fine shredded lettuce, draped in mounds of American cheese on Santa Monica Boulevard were sublime too. Because I earned them from not giving in to the fear of failure, of more perpetual shot down rejection that I endured my first six months in the job. That felt like a permanent state of m- mind for my foreseeable future, <laughs> which provided the impetus behind the funny man with the plan guy I am today. Granted, my dear, lovely L.A. of yesteryear has morphed into a shit show tent city of biblical proportions sponsored by REI. <laughs> Yet no politicized COVID lockdowns, bullshit dominion, defamation lawsuits, or post-woke Twitter twat slob blather siding with Obama be good or babyface Omar gonna work it out or with the king of the persecution complex can ever take. That sales-raised dinner away from me. Holla! Frank Sinatra lives.
1: Thank you very much!
0: Not kosher, baby. Holla! Thank you very much! Riding out hairdressers, DJs, and underground stand-up comedy club organizers in Manhattan to the cops or Department of Health. Anytime that this post-COVID controlled universe gone wild was never considered a recipe for kosher behavior.
1: HALA! Thank you very much!
0: My four-year-old son will be on his schmeckle in the kitchen before I suck down my first Nespresso sip in the morning. is also not kosher, baby. HALA! Thank you very much! At the same time... My same son, Chosen curls, was bound to, woo, busting my balls as I bond with a mommy for watching an old episode of Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations that took place in Burgundy. Later that same morning, after our two other ones had gone on the bus, was Kosha, especially when he delivered hilarious lines such as, Daddy, do you have a moron stuck in your head? Ha! Thank you very much! Or when my son Headbangers Ball, aka Chosen Curls is Bound to Woo, referenced the oyster dish Tony was eating on his show. A bunch of French chess and burgundy. Before my son says, Not kosher, Daddy! Holla! Thank you very much! In other words, don't even think about it because nobody likes a fake news, kosheritarian comedian. Holla! Because you're constantly calling Mimi and Papa fake news hippies because they. Been living in Arizona for 10 years away from us, and not once had they visited the Grand Canyon. As a result, fake news hippies! Holla! Oh, thank you very much! Reality is, all my favorite food memories of yesteryear before my kosheritarian comedian journey began, as a whole, didn't involve kosher food whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Do I have pleasant memories of eating Mom's meh brisket for Passover? Yes. But those memories with my family don't compare to eating a grass-fed ribeye with an old dear high school friend bud at Smith & Walensky's in Manhattan. We used to do ad sales for FX after almost not getting out of L.A. alive after I had confused... what I thought was exceptional cocaine that turned out to be crystal meth. Only for me to have a conversation uh, five weeks later when I finally came down, I said, dude, that stuff's really strong cocaine. a one line, I felt like a coked-out Tony of the tiger going, this shit is great! And the guy says, dude, it wasn't cocaine, it was crystal meth. I thought you knew the difference. And I said, what the fuck are you conducting over here? The Pepsi Challenge? Hola!" For jokes, Gen X Daz understand. You're welcome. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> Again, the fact that my Larry Sanders-loving lifetime basketball butt-in-arms Jesse paid for everything on his FX expense account helped my enjoyment factor tremendously. <laughs> Growing up, if we went out for a kosher meal as a family, we'd go to Epstein's on the derelict, shabby downer section of Central Avenue close to White Plains, New York, which failed to give me sustained stiffage ever. They've come a long way, though. <laughs> How can you compare the climax-free experience of more obligatory, rubbery, blubbery, nosh-sized bites of kosher-certified Matt made made Epstein's, on borderline depressed, flavorless rides, to more howl-rich, late-night, drunken gorge fest at the local Montgreek Diner on Central Avenue? I have to come back from North Avenue and show shell your entire high school crew there in attendance for your standard order of not one but two bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches on a bagel which required zero nudging to inhale whole. HALA! Indian newsstands, Greek diners, and ass-fucking parties every night of the week.
1: That's New York! How are ya? Dice lives. HALA! Thank you very much! Was the always
0: Crackling, crispy, always well-seasoned, clean-tasting rotisserie chicken at the Zero Frills Kosher Butcher on the Yonka side of Central Avenue. A respectable, borderline, enjoyable Sunday afternoon Nash nice treat. Yes, but it didn't compare to more late-night drunken revelry with my meathead friends at the local legend Bar Tavern Haunt, otherwise known as the Candlelight Inn. Tracy Brothers live forevermore.
1: Holla! Thank you very much!
0: So we could inhale more delectable beef gyros, American cheese laden, grilled, stringy, onion-topped hot sauce, strapped cheesesteaks, fries and cheese and gravy, on top of those steam and extra meat piles of hot wings, whose fame extended all the way from the hill-free suburbs. Whose fame extended from the snuggle-soft confines of Vegemont, New York, all the way to the hill-free Suburban confines of Yenta country in Long Island. Holla! Thank you very much! Which reminds me, I just read an article. It said Jerry Seinfeld has auctioned off one of his Porsches for charity. I hope half those proceeds went to Larry's kids. Holla! Thank you very much! Did my dad manage to fire up tolerable, edible Hebrew national dogs on the grill? devoid of blistering burn marks as a whole during the summer. For the two days I was home before they me off the sleepaway camp for three months a summer for a decade straight. So I could feel smug superior by being the second worst athlete there compared to the chic son from Great Neck. But not really. <laughs> yes, but memories of my dad's kosher grilled dogs on semi-stale buns suffering from severe shrinkage problems off the barbecue will never match the warm-hearted memories of grabbing Those scrumptious, airy-light, always-bomb-fresh cheese dogs at the left bank in the town of Lake Forest, Illinois, with my college freshman roommate, Koal, as a couple of pot-smoking, long-haired hippies in the making. Holla! Tough gong lives. Love you, Koal. Thank you very much! My fondest dining memories, growing up with my mom, dad, and younger brother, was at a red-and-white checkered tablecloth draped Italian joint off the Grand Concourse, where Italian cooking love is made. We load up on New Zealand-style mussels the size of fucking canoes, garlic, crispy, breaded, loaded clams, and the most slurp-worthy linguiti and white clam sauce ever concocted. Before I go in for the kill, I manage to eat at least 75% of my pounded, thin veal scallopini, stuffed with prosciutto, and a white wine mushroom cream sauce. Mamma mia.
1: What a country!
0: Holla! Thank you very much! My high school buds were in all the place, especially my friend Ari, who is a 50% Heeb like myself, who literally looks and sounds like Harvey Gattel with a far better proportion head. Holla! Bad Lieutenant lives.
1: Thank you very much!
0: Mean Streets, too. Holla! Scorsese forevermore.
1: Thank you very much!
0: New York's finest. Holla!
1: Thank you very much!
0: How can I forget my end of summer goodbye date at the fanciest restaurant in Chatham, Cape Cod? with my dear, fabled Katie King during my first summer of independence working as a busboy. Who was still so broke, his Hebrew name was under judicial review, but I had enough to pay rent. Holla! Fall in love with Katie. Thank you, Hashem, for making that happen. Holla!
1: Thank you very
0: much! Until then, I know I did 30 bucks could score you one whole lumpalicious crab cake to share. I'll always cherish these kosher-free memories with old-school brothers-in-arms and past summer loves before social media or even smartphones existed. When face-to-face quality hangout time with our favorite people in the universe couldn't be beat. Back when everybody wasn't consumed with the propulsive compulsion to document every parcel, pixel of their fucking social lives. Checking beer scores, more obscenely overpriced four-packs of hazy New England brews on Beer Advocate was the farthest thing from my mind during the summer of 94. HALA Brian Adams lives. Thank you very much! The predominant governing thought on my mind in 94 was... What time, my friends, are going to pick me up for ball crawling adventures along North Avenue in Shell or throughout the never asked for ID bars such so as Kelly's Corner in Upper East Side? Michael Burns lives. Hola! Oh, thank
1: you very
0: much. Because all these places were far better. Because all my friends, by far, were superior drunk drivers than me. Hola! Oh, thank you very much. Hazy IPAs weren't a thing yet either. Nor was there a beer advocate website, let alone a barely functional internet back then, equipped with an AOL modem, which took longer to load than Sammy Hagar after running out of gunk from banging endless groupies after shows at the release of 5150. But you get the gist. Has anyone tried the Van Halen tequila made by Sammy Hagar? It tastes Van Halen light. Jokes, genics, dads understand. You're welcome. Thank you very much. (laughs) I don't care that these bonding memories with decade-old friends, my own entourage from Edgemont, New York, thank you very much, were alcohol-fueled or not. We were hanging out more for each other's company and accessibility to available, less annoying girls from our senior class, more so than obsessing over social bragging props about where we partied the following day although a good sign of a night out in the city that being manhattan the only city that really deserves to be called the
1: city Hala, thank you very much
0: outside of new orleans
1: Hala, thank you very much
0: <laughs> and i love you too vegas
1: Hala, thank you very much
0: who knows if they'll ever perform there again but you got to see aerosmith in vegas So you can hear them, chip
1: away, chip away at the
0: stone, holla. Although, due to the fact that the uh, One World uh, Order is taking over and we're going to be masked forever, I don't see that happening anymore. So, Aerosmith in Vegas, no more, no more, holla. Thank you very much. Again, a good sign of a night out in the city. Is not recalling the name of every place you danced the rum shaker with. The thrill of drinking all night till daylight started to break with your high school brothers in arms when birds got up, tripping sweet soul music throughout our leafy suburban wonderland. Helped our mutual enjoyment factor a long time too. Holla. For suburbia being awesome when you were kids, despite the fact that the only thing getting blown in our parts were leaves. Holla. Thank you very much! Heading up papaya king on our way back from the city was far from kosher baby holla rodney lives thank you very much you had the time blaring 36 chambers by the wu-tang wu-tang holla old school rap rules 97.1 fuck master Flex in the house holla thank you very much blaring on the fdr 36 chambers by the wu-tang wu-tang on the FDR drive home back to Westchester. the sports playing, fun loving, tight crew of buds. Was all we needed to get through the night. With ravishing, over the top glee. Ha! Ah, New Age Sinatra lives. Thank you very much! Oh Lord! I love upholding your kosher law to make you happy. Which also makes me feel like a less all over the place Jew. But boy... Oh boy, those were magical, bonding, cementing days too. Hala! Oh, thank you very much! Mr. San Diego, Tony Gwynn lives. Hala! Oh, thank you very much! <laughs> Grilled fish tacos are lame, especially the ones from Baja Fresh. A popular, health conscious LA fast food chain where you sense a charming individuality and personalized edge, flatline to death and die. Hala! Our goal lives. Thank you very much. Are grilled fish tacos healthier than batter fried wines? Daytona Gwynn, strike out less than a teen George Brett, a Daytona Beach on spring break? Hala! Thank you very much. Also, to the eight-time batting champion, who batted 391-94, who had 4-12 against the equally nerdy Greg Maddox in the postseason. Ever leave the impression he'd spray even more doubles all over Petco Stadium if you wanted a diet with Kirby Puckett and only ate In-N-Out burgers Atkins style, using lettuce as buns instead. Oh! In-N-Out lives. Thank you very much! If you've never made your own homemade Big Ups, batter up beer. Batter Baja Fish Tacos are never sampled. The all-star goods from San Diego-founded famed fast food Tex-Mex chain Rubio's to inhale their battered fish burrito in 7 bites max, then your life sucks more than the snotty clogged lupus from the Bad News Bears. Before he snags a high fly ball over right field. And chance with sudden, clear voice, take no shit bravado. Just wait till next year. Ah! Before pouring beer on Miguel who looks like the uncoordinated Latino Tony Gwynn. Oversized Zygo Baby in the making. Ah! Thank you very much. (laughs) Now, I fried up Icelandic cod using the standard eggs, flour, and panko breadcrumbs, or from using homemade, discarded breadcrumb ones, blah, blah, blah. Yet all those crispy exteriors, even the non-blotchy, all-covering coating jobs, were flimsier than way Boggs' power numbers against Roger Clemens during batting practice compared to my Lagunitas-infused, beer-battered one. Ha! Ah! My amazing powers of sports analogy. I do too many sports analogy for you, creative director, homo, scumbag. Trump resistor, really happy with you. Okay, Mr. Goper. you can go walk yourself, too. Holla! Oh,
1: thank you very much!
0: Regardless if Nolan Ryan drank the cocksure Roger Clement under the table the previous night and beat his ass in darts with overpowering clutch precision, only to throw the upstart hothead into a crippling headlock for trying to call fake news bullseye one too many times over a high-stakes game of darts, during All-Star Weekend in Houston when Robert Redford was deemed young enough to play the natural because the casting director wanted a more stoic wooden version of Kevin Costner if possible. Holla! Thank you
1: very much. Big ups batter up beer batter Bajo Fresh Tacos,
0: slams, all other breaded exterior concoctions out of the park by providing. Far superior crunch, snap and pop, like Barry Bonds on the HGH, for his balls became the size of gumballs. Better suited for the kid in the Bazooka Joe comic strips back in the day. Oh, old school gum rules. Thank you very much. Still, the added juicy, crackling oomph. My Lagunitas IPA beer batter mixed with rice flour. Flour and baking powder required more rounded off flavor to make this Baja fish taco the go-to hot dog substitute the snag at the ball game at Petco Field. Where the San Diego Padres play. Because HGH alone wasn't responsible for Barry Bonds breaking hammering Hank's home run record. Well, if I took steroids at sleepaway camp, I just would have struck out at a more accelerated speed. Hala! Kent Connecticut lives. Thank you very much! If you're going to make a consistently clutch, hit heavy, baha. Baja. Fresh fish taco from home. You must add more boogie down balance and funky snap by riding out the lineup. The homemade pickled purple cabbage slaw with jalapenos and Mexican oregano. In addition to spreading the mini warmed flour tortilla, plenty of sumptuous, chipotle, adobe, mayo, crema, love. lined with plenty of chili powdered in your face, spiky kick like the edge of Ty Cobb's extra sparkly cleats up your ass as he flew home like a bat out of hell, another blaze of natural-born killer glory. Holla! Oliver Stone and Bon Jovi live together as one. Thank you very much! The Baja Fish Tacos were a real hit with my kids, earning plenty of delicious nods. So much that I decided to make it a double header and serve them on back-to-back nights this past weekend, doing my best, hit-heavy, consistently clutch Mr. San Diego impression with endless joy-spewing Spring training is almost here. Cheer. For back-to-back nights in our humble East Coast abode, Tony Gwynn, Mr. San Diego, the first ballot Hall of Famer, would have most likely at 400 or higher, similar to Ted Williams, during the abbreviated 94 strike season. Especially knowing he didn't become so pleasantly plump like fellow high-average hitting sluggers such as John Crook in the 90s from sticking to protein shakes and black bean soup after... Doubleheader game fest, either. Ha! Oh, thank you very much! Even Don Mattingly, Mr. Neat, would have gotten his mustache and pristine pinstripes drenched in the crema from these big up, batter up, beer battered, ba fresh fish tacos to eat his little hometown blues away. Especially after the 94 strike season killed his shot. At playing for the Yankees in the World Series in the house that Ruth built. Only to rip the ball up, it seems, into his favorite go-to right field pocket. To make his own childhood, natural fantasy come true.